This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Did you know that the first famous Jewish boxer was Daniel Mendoza? Born in 1764 to Portuguese Jewish parents, he was the boxing champion of England from 1792 to 1795. Since then, there have been a continuous stream of Jewish boxing champions right until today. My question is, is Cape Town-born Josh Feldman going to be the next world boxing champion? Well, his coach, Colin Nathan, certainly thinks so. The two of them join me now to tell me more. Colin and um, Josh, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, shalom. Firstly, Viva, thanks for having us on your platform. Um, I'm not quite sure I said he'd be world champion, but I did say I definitely do think that he's got potential to potentially go all the way. But that intro alone, there's like a lot of pressure on us already. So thanks for that, Therese. No pressure at all, Colin or Josh. Colin, let's start with you. Um, you've been yeah. in boxing just about your entire life. Um, tell me a little bit about your journey. Yes, I, I was bought a pair, given a pair of boxing gloves at the age of four, fell in love with the sports, taken into a boxing gym at the age of seven, and it's dominated my life. I mean, boxing's given me a very special life. It's taken me to 29 countries. I've produced amazing fighters, world champions, been on the biggest networks and the biggest platforms in, you can well imagine. I'm absolutely living my dream, and I just am very blessed that boxing's given me a very special life. And it's given me a very special journey. And uh, the next stop on my journey is obviously the gentleman who's sitting next to me. And I've always wanted to have a Jewish fighter. Uh, I wanted to have a, Jew- a Muslim fighter, and I and I achieved that goal last year. And, and then obviously I always wanted to train a Jewish fighter. I've always wanted to train a Muslim world champion, and I've always wanted to train a Jewish world champion. I never, ever in a million years thought that I would get a Jewish fighter who potentially could go all the way. Um, right now, I can't make any predictions on Josh that, you know, he's going to be champion of the world. I mean, that's the dream and that's the goal. Um, but certainly, if he's got the potential, he's certainly got the potential. But if he's got uh, the right work ethic and the right the right vision to go there, I'm certainly the right guy to be by his side for him to achieve that goal. So, so Josh, we've been talking about you all this time. I think we are now going to allow you to talk for yourself. Just tell me, I know you're from Herzliya, you're from Cape Town. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm actually born in Johannesburg. I lived here for five years. I went to Shiva while I was living in Johannesburg. And I moved to Johannesburg at the age of five, and I mean to Cape Town. And I've lived there ever since. I graduated doing online school, but I went to Herzliya until grade 10. And now I'm basing myself in Johannesburg to train. When did the boxing bug bite you? In I was around 12 years old in grade 6. Um, I was an avid soccer player. I loved it. Um, but I had some injuries in my knees and I couldn't run a lot. So my dad suggested I go down to the boxing gym um, and train there. I didn't have to do a lot of running at the gym. Um, and I loved it. From the beginning, but I really started to uh, be very passionate into the actual sport and the history of the sport um, when I was about 14, 15, and I've been extremely passionate ever since. Uh, Colin, you, you've got a hot box gym in Belfort, which has become extremely well known. Um, you're talking professional. Both of you are obviously committed to it. At what point is boxing something that's 
good for you. And I've spoken to previous boxers, I don't know if you know, Slow Poison, about the benefits of boxing. We tend to think of boxing as violent, and yet it has so many um, benefits for, for those who practice it. Uh, at what well, obviously, point- for exercise, it's great. It's a great stress release. Um, it's also great to learn how to defend yourself. Also, from a cardio perspective, and obviously for head training, a lot of people like boxing. Um, it's just great to, to do the movements, and it's a very empowering sport. It is a violent sport. We can't run away from the facts. It is uh, somewhat brutal at times. But it's also, from an exercise perspective, it's just great to to feel good about yourself and obviously get into great shape. Um, and then from a, from a boxing perspective, from a professional perspective, we've seen over the years um, that boxing actually changes lives and it saves lives. Again, it's not a sport that's for everyone. It's definitely an acquired taste, you could say, from a fan's perspective and from a fighter and trainer management perspective. But again, you know, like it's all about choice in life. And, you know, when, when Josh's dad called me, he was like, this is my son's choice. This is what he wants out of his life. But going back to your question, there's just so many benefits to the sport of boxing. So specifically, my question is, at what point does a, a boxing move from something that's fun and therapeutic and good for you into something that's violent? And at what point do you make that choice? I think maybe Josh can answer that question. <laughs> you know, you have to be passionate about the sport and you have to be passionate about the history of the sport um, for you to like um, to start sparring, I guess, and actually getting... Um, involved in the actual fighting of it, you know, because you can train and hit the pad and hit the bag and it's very therapeutic, but it's a different game when you're actually in there fighting. Um, and I think once you, you've done it a couple of times and you get experience from it, you either love it or you don't love it. I mean, what, what do you love about it? It's definitely in a, a definitely a, uh, an adrenaline booster. It gives you a lot of adrenaline, but I love the thinking aspect of it. To me, it's like a chess game when I'm in there. I really love just, um, being able to outthink someone, to be able to outsmart someone. So, uh, again, um, Jewish boxers, you know, you, you tend to think, you, you mentioned the word chess, right? So you, in fact, a friend of mine said to me the other day, um, a young black man said to me, oh, well, you know, you Jews go off and do chess and, you know, us black people go off and do boxing. And what you're saying is that actually isn't the case. And in fact, Colin, you, you spoke about your Muslim boxer before. What is it about Jews and boxing that Attracts, or I mean, we have had world boxers, world champion boxers since the 1700s. Yeah, I do. You know, Jews are known to be very um, smart with their money. I guess smart with um, <laughs> um, smart with the way they live their lives. Um, so maybe um, the two correlate with each other, but uh, it's not really. It doesn't really have to do anything with your ethnicity or your religion. I guess it's just a, about a. It's a, per, it's a personal thing. You know, everyone's intelligence in their own way, so it's it's all personal. It's a personal thing. Yeah, my, my guest before you were speaking about Kanye West and his views on Jews. So I'm sure it's different though when uh, when Josh says what Kanye West says. Um, I can't even compare that. Let's be real. <laughs> just saying. Hashtag just saying. Okay, we're yeah, moving on. We are moving on. Um, Josh, what is the process to becoming a professional boxer? 
you have to be completely dedicated to the sport. You're going to have to um, train every single day, um, regardless how you feel about training. Um, you have to be, um, you have to be very passionate about it. You have to learn about it. You have to learn about the old um, boxes and the new boxes. You have to um, do a lot of sparring because that's the, um, the best way to actually imitate a fight and um, learn and progress as a boxer. And you have to be very, um, you have to be mentally sharp. Um, so you have to be, um, you have to read and study the game. And your role, um, Colin, as a coach, what what are your steps? What do you need to get out of Josh? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Well, obviously, for me, it's I like to discover and uncover. So, like when I see talents, I mean that's that's my game. You know, um, it's interesting because when when I spoke to Josh's dad, and I'm going to re- refer to him a lot, he was like, Colin, I know you've got this dream for a Jewish fighter, but take away the fact that he's Jewish. And that, that, you know, that you've got the stream. And I was like, look, let me be straight up with you. If he didn't have any potential, I wouldn't be wasting my time because boxing is my business. And as much as I love and get behind my athletes, I need to see potential in where they need to be going. And Josh has fulfilled that. He's got the potential. Uh, right now, he's a child. I mean, we've got to understand he's a teenager and we've got to develop him. And, and let him grow into becoming a man in the sport. And that's my job. So it's to nurture, protect, and look after and take him to a certain position in boxing where he'll be, he'll be comfortable to level up as the time progresses in terms of his career. I'm going to take it exceptionally slowly with him. Obviously, we're going to build him effectively and slowly. I'm going to groom him. And I really do mean this. I really do mean this. I think South Africa potentially has a massive boxing draw in Joshua Feldman. So I just see the potential. And right now it's for, it's, it's my job now. And that's why I wanted him to come up is to nurture and develop the talent that's next to me. We're going to be turning him pro in February, March of next year where he has to box before the, uh, before the boxing, uh, boxing, boxing South Africa, uh, all the, um, the guys on the board have to take a look at him and he has to spar to get his professional license. So as it stands now, he's still an amateur, but he's crossing over to become a professional. So that's my job is to look after him, nurture him, ingrain him into becoming a professional fighter. And obviously, like he said, he's dedicating his life to this. This is going to be his career. And, and we, we just want to encourage like the community to get behind Josh Folden because that's, that's, that's the main focus for me right now is to get as much support behind this kid as possible. Um, it's a rarity in South African boxing. And I really want the community to embrace this rarity. Um, Josh, how old are you? I'm 18. So in terms of becoming professional, do you have to be of a certain age? Yes, you have to be 18. Um, obviously, he has to have a base. He's had a really good base as an amateur. Not a lot of amateur experience, but the way he boxes, he's very calculating. Um, the way he moves, the way he places his feet, very good base and great foundation. Um, definitely a thinker in the ring. So there is a system that he has to go through in order for him to become a professional. 18 is obviously one of the requirements, and that's why he's here with us now. He's just recently turned 18, and obviously we just want to ingrain him in the system and obviously mentally gear him up for becoming a professional. You uh, you talk about talent and spotting talent, and I, I, I genuinely believe that if you have talent, it doesn't matter in which sphere it is, it will come out. But what does a talented boxer look like, Colin? So I've had, I've had fighters coming into my life that have had all the ability in the world, 
but mentally they just collapse. They go to a certain level and they fall prey to alcohol, drugs, or women, or, you know, <laughs> that's just the reality of the sport. Things happen. It's called the cracks of life. I just see Josh having physical talents and then just knowing that I can mold their physical talents. And also, like, for him at the age, at the young age of 18, to make a sacrifice to actually move to Johannesburg away from his friends and his family, that's dedication. And that's my job to nurture that dedication and talent and steer it in the right direction. And again, I said it to you at the beginning of this interview, I feel that I'm the right guy for the job. Uh, I've always wanted this in my career. Josh wants to go all the way. And if he's good enough to go all the way, I'm going to provide those platforms for him to go all the way. If he becomes champion of the world, Baruch Hashem, I'm the one, I'm, I want to be the guy next to him when he puts that belt around his waist. And that's the ultimate dream. If it gets to that ultimate dream and be successful, then what a story. What a story. And you can say, Sharice, that you're one of the first person people to do an interview with us. So, yeah, I should get the um, autograph right now. Um, uh, Colin, when you say you want to, the community to get behind you, what do you want? I want, when, when Josh Feldman makes his debut, I want the community to spend 150, 200 rand on a ticket and come support this kid. Um, I'm almost 100% sure that, um, Jewish owned businesses will get behind him, uh, in terms of sponsoring one, one day. I'm not interested in that right now. All I'm interested in is creating, um, interest in, in, in a rarity in South African boxing and that, and that starts with Josh Feldman. And Josh, I'll give you the last word in terms of moving from amateur to professional. What does it mean for you and what what, what will have to change in terms of commitment? My training uh, duration will have to increase, which it has been. Um, my style of fighting will also have to change um, subtly because amateurs are faster style, um, faster pace of fighting. Uh, professional, slower, but more calculated and um, damages rewarded more than points, I guess. And... Um, so my my dedication just has to increase, and my um my training has to um improve. So from what I've heard from Colin, you you're well on the right track. You certainly have the support of your dad. Um, you have the support of your coach, and I'm sure you have the support of the community. If anybody would like to support Colin, is what should they do? I mean, in terms well, of getting no, in contact. I, mean, no, yeah, I don't think it's just his dad. I think it's his mom as well. And obviously, I've spoken to her and. Obviously, they, they great parents who love their child and they want the best for the child. And it's, you know, Josh has become like a child to me, like, or maybe an uncle. I'm not that, I'm not that old. Um, just, you know, just obviously follow our socials, follow my socials, Hotbox Gym page on Facebook, um, at Cole Nomaganjani on Instagram, on Twitter. Just follow what I'm doing with Josh Feldman. And obviously, we want to get the community behind this kid. I think, I think we, we onto something special here. As you guys know, like I produce legitimate world champions. I'm not here to talk crap and smack. I'm here to talk the truth. And I think this kid has the potential to go exceptionally far in the sport of boxing, not just in South Africa, but globally too. So Colin and Josh, I'm inviting you back after you win your first big um, win. You'll, you'll come and tell us how it went and how it's going. And we will start following you here on High FM. How does that sound? Sounds great. great. Yeah, great. Thank you great. so much for the support and the platform. That's Colin Nathan and Josh Feldman, and we're talking about Jews and boxing.